the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, a very happy Monday to you, if that's such a thing. That is such a thing, isn't it? It is such a thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy that you're with us here today. We've got ourselves a jam-packed show. And, uh, Kath, you're all dolled up. I am. We're going out mm-hmm. tonight, John. Yes, we are. I mean, not are. you and me. Well, I mean, you and me, but also our spouses. Yeah, so here's the difference. You're all dolled up. I'm wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> What's that about, Lux? <laughs> I mean, goodness sakes. I mean, I appreciate it and everything. Yeah. You know, but you know what I had to put on? Tell me. Oh, I had to your put boots. The, I had to put the boots back on. Now, I was wearing flip-flops yesterday. Right. But it is just cold. It's chilly. Mm-hmm. It's not just kind of mm-hmm. not warm. It's yeah. like, no, I actively put my boots on. Right. So it's a few days, and then we're back in later on. Is that week. true? Yes. Okay. Yeah. A few days of the 40-ish temperatures, okay. and then we'll start to climb midweek. Could like could we stay in the 60s for a while? Well, it's you know it's still April, so. I'd like to stay in the 60s for a while. Yes. I don't think jumping to 85 was what I had in mind either. <laughs> no, I sound no, like no. a big whiner. Well. But, you know, We're here doing what Monday. I can. And we have a terrific show for you today. Yes, uh, it's uh, April 17th, and it's the first time we're going to touch on National Poetry Month. Oh, mid-month. Yeah. Uh, better late than never. I guess, sure. We'll hit that at 4.50 today. Uh, in our 5 o'clock hour, looking forward to having live music in the studio, our good friends Greg and Rebecca Sparks, longtime Pittsburgh and uh, national musicians, will be with us today, share some uh, spring music. Tunes and theology. I like it. Um, also coming up in this hour, uh, we'll talk to Amy Julia Becker. She's been a writer for almost two decades now um, as a mom of a young woman with disabilities. We'll talk to her about that. And then um, Greg Clugston, live from the White House in just a couple. That's fine. That's a lot, isn't it? I yeah. think it is. Good weekend for you. It was a good weekend. Uh, I saw you also a couple times over the weekend. <laughs> saw you. Yep. <laughs> saw you too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we went bowling. Yeah, we we that, bowled Saturday. We did duck pin bowling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did better than I did. I didn't do great. You didn't do great, but you did better than me. Yeah, which was slightly frustrating. Well, duck pin's kind of weird. It was I the love first, it. Yeah, it's very. I like it better than bowling. It's a lot easier. It's I mean, a, a lot. You know, well, if it was a, less, a lot, if it was a lot easier, then you and I should have done a lot better. Well, a less wear and tear. I mean, you're not lugging that thirty pound ball, whatever the ball well, is. It shouldn't be thirty. 30. <laughs> like I'm Fred Flintstone. <laughs> I, <laughs> I usually try to look for a, a 10 or 11. Well, you know, know, it feels like. But this thing, you hold it in your hand, whip it down there, boom. I think it's way more fun. Yeah. I like having three chances. <laughs> I was a little flummoxed by that, quite honestly. Because it feels as though the third try, even if you get it, there's not much of a payoff. Well, you don't get a spare. Like, mm-hmm. even if you get all the pins, it doesn't count right. as a spare. Yeah. So you don't get the little bonus. Right. Um, what, what was the name of the place we were? Uh, pin Mechanical. On the South Side, right next to the old South Side Theater. Right. We were by far and away the oldest people in the room, not by a few years, but by decades. That is. (laughs) (laughs) 
by decades. I'm is, sorry to hurt. It is stressful to go anywhere with you because you are always convinced you're the oldest person. No, 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 no. Yes, that's true. No, yes, that's it true. Is. Yeah, it is true. I don't think so. Wait till the concert tonight. We're going to be oh, sitting there at the that. concert, and you're going to be texting me because we're not sitting together about how you're the <laughs> oldest person in your section. <laughs> Listen, you walk in. The oh. average age in that room last night, or Saturday night, was 23. No. No, the Seriously. average age was probably 38. No way. Yes. No way. Yes. Plus, it was really yeah. loud. Yeah. <laughs> it was so loud. Now you sound like an old man. <laughs> it was. For was goodness. It? It was. It was so loud. Where Holy we smokes. were, I thought it was super fun. I loved it. Was a it. perfect little corner. I really loved it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't wait to go back and and try to improve my game. Good. All right. I'm glad to hear. I'm, I'm with you. Because it was. I was just bad. And, I was bad. Yeah, my okay. husband and I got exactly the same score. What? Really? Exactly the same. See, score. I was trying to follow him. He was very gentle. He the, was. He thought yeah. that the gentle approach. Was I think it be was. The, but I don't think that. I don't think that panned out. Mm. I think he, accuracy is everything. Yeah, right? I think it is. Our friend Mike. Yeah, he killed it. Sure. And then his wife Rhonda came in second. Yeah, what the heck? That's upsetting. All right, that's peen. Uh, duck peen bowling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we move to the news? Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, why shouldn't we jump from new, you know duck peen bowling to international news as we always do? You only get that on the ride home. Without the further ado, the top four at four. Thank you. For Monday, April seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Number one, more than six decades after its church was displaced to clear the way for construction of the former Civic Arena, Bethel AME Church will once again get land in Pittsburgh's Lower Hill. Reading here from today's Trib, it says that the church is set to develop a one and a half acre site at the corner of Crawford and Bedford Avenues, currently owned by the URA here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the Pens had rights to develop the site, but chose instead to give it to the church. Good. This is a really good move, I think. Uh, Dale Snyder, who's the uh, pastor of Bethel AME, said, Our goal is to create a positive ecosystem for African Americans within a sustainable, mixed-use development with residential and commercial purposes. He outlined plans for a state-of-the-art daycare center and between 280 and 350 apartments. Plan for additional commercial space or a worship center have not yet been finalized. I like it, John. You feel good about yeah, that? Yeah, let's build a church there. Okay. He said the pens, they're our heroes. Excellent. I like to hear that. It's only fair. I know. Number two, the defrocked Roman Catholic cardinal who became the face of the church's clergy sex abuse crisis has been charged in the state of Wisconsin with sexually assaulting an 18-year-old man more than 45 years ago. A criminal complaint filed Friday alleges that Theodore McCarrick, who was removed from the priesthood in 2019 after a Vatican investigation, found that he had both sexually molested adults and children. Um, and there's some more details here I think I'm probably skip going to skip that. over. Um, but I will tell you that the alleged victim, who's not named, told investigators that McCarrick had repeatedly sexually assaulted him since he was 11 years old. You can read the rest of the details at abc.news. Number three, a federal judge in New York on Monday denied former President Donald Trump's latest attempt to delay his trial in the defamation and battery case brought by former L columnist E. Jean Carroll. Carroll sued Trump back in November, alleging he defamed her by calling her a liar when he denied her claim that Trump raped her in a department store dressing room in the 1990s. She added a charge of battery under a recently adopted New York law that allows adult survivors of sex abuse to sue their alleged attacker, regardless of the statute of limitations. Trump has repeatedly denied Carroll's allegations. 
It's also from ABC News. And number four, would you like some happy news? Please. Anything. <laughs> I feel like we could use yeah, you, Whatever I say. Talk about peanut butter. NASA I- released a new image today of two spiral galaxies in the process oh. of merging 250 million light years away in the constellation of Serpens, <laughs> captured by the James Webb Space Telescope. That is your top four. <laughs> At four. Excellent. Okay, so this collision has been named. Is it going to happen? It, well, it's, it's happening. Oh, it's happening. It's now. happening because oh. it began 700 million years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely happening. Like, it happened Tuesday. <laughs> no, Last no, Tuesday. No, it, it's called ARP 220. Oh, yeah. Well, the old ARP 220. It's an ultra luminous infrared galaxy with a luminosity of more than a trillion suns. Hmm, more really? Than a a tri- trillion suns. That's cool. That is so wild. The amount of gas in this tiny region equal to all of the gas in the entire Milky Way galaxy. Hmm. I mean, the James Webb Telescope has been around for maybe six months. And what, it's like changed everything. Boom, boom, boom. Isn't that incredible. exciting? It's fabulous. It really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you can read more about that at CBS News. All right. Well, that's a heck also, of a lot. Also, the, the, oh, uh, the Pirates 2-2 uh, with the, card, the Hadron oh, Cardinals. The Pirates are playing a, another game of the cards right now. No. Oh, 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 I don't think so. I, I no, they played the, yesterday. I thought you were saying the score no, no, no. is 2-2 with the no, cards. No, no, no. I meant they went 2-2 in oh, their right. series with the cards. Yeah, yeah. It should have been 3-1. Yeah. I'm really disappointed. You know why they want, why they lost that game yesterday? Hmm. Because of the stupid runner starts on second mm-hmm. in Everybody extra innings. Yeah, yeah. Do you hate that? No, I don't mind it. No. I hate it less than I thought I would. No. It, it it brings high drama quickly into focus. Oh my gosh, I dislike yeah. it so much. Although it's yesterday, not baseball. Why are we well, just inst- with someone's just like magically being deposited on yeah. second base? I, what? I don't You're okay with that? Uh, yeah. Okay. I am. Mm-hmm. Although I yesterday I did tune into the radio broadcast and I heard Greg Brown, the pirate broadcaster, complaining about how quick the games were and won't the commissioner do something? How about that? <laughs> Which I loved. Yeah, they're the, fine. I'm fine with it. The average uh, game has been cut by sixty uh, by thirty minutes. Good. It's about time. Hanging out there with your batting gloves. Okay, we'll take a quick break, and then we're going to reconvene at the White House as we do every Monday afternoon. Greg Clarkson will join us, bring us up to dates about what's happening around the nation and the world. This is the ride home. We are Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on Word FM. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Real Life Radio. Three things that the Bible says about the God of the Bible. The God Jehovah, the God who's created all that there is. That he's holy. It says God is holy. God is light. And God is love. That's all you need. That God loves you. That God invites you to come into the light. And that God is holy. Real Life Radio with Pastor Jack Hibbs. Weekday mornings at 1130 on 101.5 Word FM. Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. And spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now, too. So my sister Jill and her catering crew are on the road in our red Spring House vans almost every day, delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the Tri-County area. My brother Sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay, along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day, too. The Springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit, to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction, like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. 
Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. At Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont, you can look perfect at any age. Safe, fast, and completely non-invasive. Chilled to Perfection is your all-natural way to target stubborn body fat, age spots, cellulite, acne, hair loss, and more. For a limited time, get a cryoskin treatment in the area of your choice plus cryofacial for just $249. Defy your age, where your results are their business. Visit chilledtoperfectionpgh.com today. Every Monday, we venture to the White House where Greg Cluxton joins us. Greg Cluxton is the SRN News White House correspondent. He brings us up to date about what's happening in the nation's capital, around the nation and the world. Hey, Greg, happy Monday to you. How are things? Hey, things are good, John. Good. Kathy, good to be here as always. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. Boy, there's a lot to get into. I mean, there always is. Every Monday, I say, well, there's so much to talk to Greg about. I guess I should <laughs> just assume that every week we're going to have a lot to talk about. Um, Monday. Let's start with the abortion pill, um, mifepristone or mefepristone. I've heard people, uh, I've heard it both ways. Uh, a lot of conversation about it. Uh, talk about uh, the Supreme Court, uh, what we know about uh, its ruling and how people are responding and if the White House has made a comment. Right. So this is interesting because here we are less than a year after Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. And the and Supreme Court is once again dealing with this issue. Uh, it's the issue that won't go away for a number of reasons. So this goes back a couple of weeks when we had a Texas judge essentially say, uh, that he was ruling against the FDA's approval of this abortion pill, this drug, mifepristone. And so uh, what has happened in the meantime is there have been a couple of other court rulings uh, at the appeals court level and also another case in Washington state where the Washington state, you had uh, Democratic attorneys general essentially arguing in that case that uh, the process for the FDA approving this kind of drug uh, is really at issue, and they were trying to essentially defend the FDA process. So you have these conflicting rulings, and that's why it's been kicked up to the Supreme Court. Now, the Supreme Court last week did take some action, but it was just a temporary move. You had Justice Samuel Alito, and what the justices do, they divide up uh, geographically different regions of the country when these issues uh, need to be addressed on, on a rather immediate basis. And Alito was looking at this Texas case because that's where it originated. And he said, we're going to just basically pause for five days here until this coming Wednesday. 
And until then, we're going to hear from the Justice Department, the Biden administration, and we're going to hear from the pro-life groups that brought the original case in Texas. And so essentially, we're waiting on that to happen. And then by Wednesday or shortly thereafter, we should hear from the Supreme Court as to what will happen next. For example, whether or not these restrictions that the lower courts are asking to be placed on the abortion pill can take effect while litigation continues. So essentially, this is the first step of what's still going to be a multi-step process, but it's got the attention of a lot of people across the country. Right. So, Greg, just to be clear, this is just one portion of a state. This is not a nationwide abortion ban pill, right? abortion pill ban. This is just someone testing the waters. Well, yeah, right. It's not to be confused with abortion bans that have been popping up in the states since the reversal of Roe v. Wade. This is a ruling by a judge in Texas who said that the the abortion pill should not be available nationwide because he was essentially arguing, uh, as the pro-life groups brought and, and alleged in their case, that the, uh, the FDA process uh, should not have approved this drug in the first place because they deem it to be an unsafe drug. So it would have national implication if, in fact, the Texas court ruling were to continue uh, to receive uh, approval all the way up the the court system. Interesting. There was also some conversation. I'm not sure if you caught some of this, Greg, about how um, the judge, Matthew Ketchmedic, uh that's my best guess, that it looks like a Polish name to me, um, was not putting that this ruling on his docket initially and people were upset that there was some kind of like he was trying to keep things from the public um they were asserting a public's right to know which of course i totally understand but the judge was asserting how many threats he had received he and his family had received because of his ruling on it so not only is this a contentious issue to be settled in the courts um and in the legislature greg but it's also it's so hotly contested in culture that people are afraid you know, for their own safety and the safety of their family. Right. I've laid out essentially kind of what the legal pathway is here, at least initially here this week and for the next few days. But you're right. Uh, This is attracting attention um, and creating and and stirring division on a number of different fronts. One, the safety of of those. And we've and we've seen in other cases, not just abortion, but including abortion, other cases that have been divisive uh, and judges uh, and their families have been threatened have been attacked, in some cases have been killed. So it's a very serious issue on that front. And also you've got the uh, the White House with the Justice Department essentially last week requesting an emergency request to the Supreme Court to not stop the distribution of this pill uh, while this matter is in the courts. So uh, it's it's hitting people. And you've got uh, a lot of states, especially those with Democratic governors who are essentially trying to stockpile the abortion pill in their states because they're afraid that uh, it, it, it could, in fact, be uh, the sale of it could actually be stopped here, at least temporarily. Hmm. We're speaking with Greg Cluxton, SRN News White House correspondent. Greg, uh, let's move forward and look at other news stories. It's deja vu all over again because um, the Republicans and Democrats are once again wrangling over the debt ceiling crisis. Yeah, this is something that uh, we, we knew was going to uh, pick up pace here as we head in through the spring and the early summer time and that's because we're maybe six seven or so weeks that's the best guess right now away from really having congress need to make a decision about raising the debt ceiling and this is this uh 
occasional periodical vote that has to happen in Congress for lawmakers to say, we approve up to a certain level uh, the amount of money the federal government can borrow to essentially pay its bills that have already been incurred. But what is happening this time is the House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, uh, he wants to exact some concessions from the White House, from President Biden and the Democrats. He wants to say, we want to put a cap on some future federal spending in exchange for raising the debt ceiling this summer. So that's his argument. He made that pitch again today in a speech on Wall Street, uh, trying to appeal to those uh, that might be tuning in from a business perspective. The White House is crying foul because Republicans in the past, when there was a Republican as president in the White House, had no problem in raising the debt ceiling. So they see it as being hypocritical. But we're going to come down to crunch time here in the next uh, month and a half or two. Good gravy. All right, Greg, uh, it's, even though it's 2023 only, it looks like we've got some campaign ads that are already floating <laughs> out for Ron DeSantis, uh, not put out by his campaign, I guess, but by his supporters. I'm not sure what the regulations are with that, but but tell us. Well, essentially, Kathy, because he's not formally declared his presidential uh, bid yet, uh, he can have not a campaign officially do this, but he can have support groups. So political action committees that are on board behind DeSantis just over the weekend started uh, rolling out some TV and online ads. And it's really the first time that uh, those who are supporting DeSantis are starting to fight back a little bit because Donald Trump has been going after DeSantis with ads and campaign emails for many, many weeks now. And so this is seen as the next step toward uh, what is uh, sure to be, likely to be, um, an announcement by Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, to make an official bid for running for the White House in the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. So uh, essentially, this is uh, a feud between the current top two contenders in the GOP for that nomination. <laughs> wow. It seems so early, but Boy, we've been talk talking about, about something if, I don't want to start into. You got that right. Yep. <laughs> uh, Greg, just the other day, I saw my next door neighbor uh, place his electric bike uh, on a bike rack on his electric vehicle, which I thought was portending uh, all things electric in this country. The Biden administration is jumping on board with electric vehicles. Uh, talk about that and this administration's path forward for electrifying everything. Right. Well, this is a, a big priority and it's a big push by Joe Biden and his administration. In fact, last week and even I think some more coming this week, some proposals are rolling out from the administration that would really put the uh, make it essentially law that by 2032. And that's what nine years away, not that long, not 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 that far away, nine years from now, that two thirds of brand new passenger cars in this country would have to be electric vehicles. Wow. Um, so basically, look, what, 60, 66, 67% of all new cars would need to be electric? This past year, um, it was under 6% of oh all new passenger gosh. vehicles sold. So that is a, that's a huge leap. Whether you're for or against uh, this, this idea of electric push for vehicles, that seems to be a large leap. Uh, that, that is agreed to. And then there are questions about the infrastructure, the number of charging stations that would be available right. on major highways and roadways. Obviously, there's an infrastructure plan that was passed. Uh, it was a bipartisan effort, and that will include some money for those kinds of infrastructure uh, expenses. Uh, but a lot of people think that uh, it's maybe moving a little too quickly. And it's interesting. There have been a couple of polls out, a couple of surveys, nationwide surveys over the last week 
by two or three different polling organizations, including Gallup. And there's some resistance there, um, not necessarily to the overall idea of electric vehicles, but buying electric vehicles in the near term. Mm. And there are four out of 10 Americans who say that they will never buy an EV. So there is resistance there. It probably will fade and it will adjust as time uh, changes. And there are uh, you know, there are changes when it comes to the infrastructure in this country. But right now, it's a big push. But there is also some pushback from the American people. Greg, have you ever been to Pittsburgh? I have. OK, well, really only about one time I've driven through and nearby, but I've I've been to Pittsburgh one time officially. Yes. OK, downtown. well, first off, before I go on with what I was going to say, we would love to host you sometime when you come to yes, Pittsburgh. Would. But it would be fun. It here's would. the thing. Pittsburgh's an old city. And there are a lot of places in the city where you live kind of on a different level than where your car is. Like, you know, my first house, Mm. I I was 30 steps away from my front door from where my car was. So I... Where would you plug in? Are there are a lot of places in Pittsburgh. I can't imagine where you would charge your car. I seriously can't imagine how that would ever happen. No, I I think that's a legitimate concern. That's and that's. That's one example that people would, would point to as uh, being a hesitation for moving forward with a purchase. Also, the cost, uh, the price of electric vehicles, uh, in some cases, quite a bit higher than the median average of, of, of passenger vehicles right now. So right. that's that's another concern. And and that's that's the thing. It's going to take time. And with these new EPA proposals the, the Biden administration is putting out, you've got some detractors and even just some people in the middle of the road on the fence on this saying, can we get there that quickly? That's a big question mark. Mm-hmm. Right. And is electric really green? I mean, <clears throat> right. I mean, look how much how much coal are we going to have to burn to, you know, electrify everything, right? provide all this electricity. Right. And we also rely on a lot of Chinese manufacturers for some of the key components in electric vehicles right now, too. And uh, that relationship with that country isn't the greatest. Not so good. All right. Well, we're already over time. But, Greg, I do need to ask you something silly. Uh because it wouldn't be this segment if I didn't do that. Uh, news comes from New York City um, that there's a rat outbreak, mm. which is not a shock to anyone who's either lived in New York or, or visited. Or you were visited. just there. You were just there. Did you see any rats, Greg? You know, thankfully, I did not. Okay. Did well, listen, there is Thank a rat you. outbreak, despite what you saw. And PETA is blaming it on human beings' disgusting behavior. Well, you know, there's something to be said for that, right? So I guess my question for you, Greg, is are you, are you coming down on the side of the rats or the humans? Pro-rat, anti-rat. <laughs> well, was there specific human behavior that was cited as the as the reason? Here? The culmination of our garbage. Okay, well, I mean, I don't know if we talked about this when I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, but when I'm ever in the city there, I'm reminded there's nowhere for businesses, for example, for most businesses on those crammed city streets to store garbage for more than a day or two. And that's why the garbage is put out on the street, on the sidewalk every single night. Mm -hmm. And the garbage trucks run all night. And John, you know this from being in New York years ago. Yep. Uh, it's it's an all night job every night all through the city. So it's loud. I, I would say I would say that we have some reason uh, to bl- to be of blame. Oh, say, but he, he's coming down on the side of the rat. Well, you know, they well, what's what's the rat to do of just <laughs> ignore the garbage the, pile? Right. I like that. What is the rat to do? <laughs> Peter says they're intelligent, sensitive creatures. So, right. <laughs> and they're not talking about the New Yorkers. Anyway, no, thank you, Greg. Greg, always a pleasure. Thank you for being with us. Take care. Thank you. You take care. What is a rat to do? do? I think that's good as we start our Monday show. Greg Clarkson, SRN News White House correspondent. Easily found. SRN News, wordfm.com.
People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Attention taxpayers, if you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-784-4538. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-784-4538. 800-784-4538. That's 800-784-4538. Terry Wardosh here from the Gateway Clipper. Celebrate mom with a family aboard a Mother's Day cruise, sailing Sunday, May 14th. All moms will receive a special gift from all of us at the Clipper. For reservations, visit gatewayclipper.com. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Seven two four new roof. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just got to hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Breezy this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy with a rain or snow shower in spots, the low 36. Cloudy, windy, and cold tomorrow with a shower around, maybe a snow shower early in the day. A jacket may come in handy. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 48. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 33. Partly sunny skies Wednesday with a high of 62. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. A driver in Oregon was hurling cash out of his car vehicle, his vehicle, on Tuesday of last week. On purpose? Yes. Uh, throwing $100 <gasps> bills, prompting drivers out in of his both car? directions yep, to stop and collect the money. Oregon State Police were called. Uh, 7.23 p.m., there were calls coming in about money floating 
on Interstate 5. Responding troopers identified the driver as 38-year-old Colin Davis McCarthy of Eugene, Oregon. He explained his uh, his actions by telling the troopers that he wanted to, quote, gift the money, roughly $200,000 he was throwing out the window. There was no way to confirm how much uh, dough actually was being tossed. Troopers then asked McCarthy to stop throwing money onto the roadway because it was creating a traffic hazard. No criminal charges were uh, considered. Oregon State Police said they were responding to troopers who couldn't find the bills after the highway incident. They did a thorough job of gathering the, quote, loose money. So him wanting to give a couple uh, $100,000 away is such a wonderful thing. How dangerous. Why are you throwing it out the window Mm -hmm. on the road? There are a lot of organizations that would be so happy to receive a little check in the mail, a little credit card deduction. What are we doing with the cash? How do you get $200,000 in cash? It seems kind of shaky, doesn't it? That kind of money? Yeah, where are you going to? Right. Twice over the past weekend, I went to ATM machines and uh, they would not dispense cash to me. You know what? I had a friend who uh, owns his own business and deposited several checks in an ATM over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, got a receipt. But when Monday came, there was nothing. They were not entered into his account. Really? And so he went into the bank and he said, hey, listen, like I just it was just yet last night I did this. And he went first thing Monday morning. Yeah. And he said, look, can you just here's my receipt? And you know what they said? Hmm. Oh, well, we don't own the ATMs. So we're not responsible for what happened. He was like, what do you mean you don't own the ATMs? That's, it's 12 feet around the side of your right. building. It's connected to the front of your he bank. Said, and they said, no, it's a different, it's an external company. So we we're, we can't get into it. We don't have access to it. Oof. It's like you're the bank. Right. So just kicking it down the road. So it, so now it makes me a little nervous about depositing checks. Yeah. I mean, forget, I mean, it's bad when there's no cash there, obviously. But to me, it's an easy deposit. Do you use your phone to, to deposit checks now? I don't know how to do that. Oh, what? You just take a picture of the of the check. You don't do that, huh? Take a picture of your check, front and back, and then you write electronic deposit only, and it goes into your account, and then you just throw the check away. What? Yeah, yeah. You don't do that. I've never done that. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Lex, you do this all the time. What? Thank That's you. That's the only way I deposit checks anymore. There you wait, go. Wait, wait. Yeah. You guys, I'm behind. Yeah, you what? Are. So now on the list, I have to teach you how to clock out on your phone and also deposit checks mm-hmm. on your phone. I was doing yes, vacation accrual today as well. First, <laughs> first of all, I'd be happy to receive both of those things from you. And second of all, don't be so pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Again, we were the oldest people We were bowling, not the and this oldest may be ex- people oh, we were. bowling. By like, far and away. Oh my and you can deposit your checks over your phone. 101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. It's remarkable to think about that, but when we're in the will of God through Jesus Christ, we will never face a genuine need for which God doesn't give us a genuine provision. Whether we're stranded on a desert island or we simply feel that way, the Lord will provide. Dr. David Jeremiah continues his series, The God You May Not Know, next time on Turning Point. 
This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. Noble Gold Investments has made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. Three bank runs in the last month. These are the second largest and third largest runs in history. The government is taking steps to guarantee all deposits. That means more money printing. Plus, the Fed is sitting on unrealized losses of $1.2 trillion on their $8.3 trillion bond portfolio. And the Fed will continue to raise interest rates even if they tank the economy. Do you know who are the only ones not afraid? The ones that are invested in gold with Noble Gold Investments. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. Use AIN Network as promo code if you want to get a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful Coin with each gold or silver IRA if you qualify. NobleGoldInvestments.com NobleGoldInvestments.com Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JMD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JMD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Amy Julia Becker is back with us. She writes on personal, spiritual, and social healing and is the author of several books, including her latest, To Be Made Well, An Invitation to Wholeness, Healing, and Hope. Amy, Julia, we're glad you're back. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Always a pleasure, Amy. So tell us the story. You were in sixth grade and you and your family moved to Connecticut. This is true. So this is back in the Oh, long ago, mid-80s, and we moved to Connecticut, and I uh, found myself in a school where I got placed in a talented and gifted program, and it's one of those things that I felt was a mark of pride yes. and a badge of honor, and um, and I guess I was supposed to feel that way. Yeah. Um, and yet, I also found that uh, the harder I worked, the harder I felt I had to work, and the more I needed to be impressive to other people and to my peers. And it took a few years for um, what had been a sense of joy to become simply a sense of anxiety about always needing to perform and achieve um, no matter what the cost. Yeah, that's, that's an excellent point. So someone says, you are gifted. 
And then it creates all sorts of weird twisting anxiety and it kind of comes back and bites you. And it certainly did for me. I know this doesn't happen to all kids by any means. I ended up with a really severe eating disorder, and I was hospitalized and had to leave school. So this gift, so to speak, that I had, which came from a passion for reading and writing and learning and thinking and all of these things, um, turned into something that really began to break me um, from the inside out uh, until I, and this took many years, uh, began to see it as something uh, other than a way for me to prove myself in the world. So what did that look like? You mentioned that it manifested as an eating disorder for you. Mm. Did, it, did the experience um, alter your personality? Well, you know, that's a great question. It's a little hard to tell when you're an adolescent what your personality would have been, you know, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and to sort through all of that. But I do think I was a lot more driven and subdued and, you know, anxiety kind of took over um, and a sense of isolating myself from other people in order to simply get the work done. It was about midway through college that I really, um, and at this point I was a Christian and was trying to follow Jesus, and I really had a sense that I needed to let go of this striving um, and pay attention to people. And so I made a commitment before God that as I was going to go through college, um, this is, you know, for my junior and senior year, if anyone interrupted my work to say, will you walk with me to the, you know, sandwich shop, um, I would say yes. I would let myself be interrupted and let my work be interrupted. And that's where uh, one shift began to happen in my heart um, that was really directing me outward instead of inward. And I still did my work and I still learned a lot and I still enjoyed it and, you know, did well. But there was a shift that was beginning to happen. And, you know, various things along the way of my life, including the birth of our daughter, Penny, shifted things even more in that direction. Oh, good. So then you've been with us for a long time over the many years. Uh, We've never met Penny, although we feel like Catholic, we know Mm -hmm. her in some ways. You write about her so beautifully. Years later, as you say, you had a daughter, Penny, born with Down syndrome, and it forced you to look at gifts a little differently. Yeah, you know, when Penny was first born and diagnosed with Down syndrome, there was a um, nurse who came into the hospital room, and she said to me, as I was um, falling asleep that first night as a new mom with a new baby who had an unexpected and really hard at the time um, diagnosis, and that nurse said to me that she had also had a special child. And I asked her, you know, how old is your child now? And she said, he died a long time ago. Mm. And I really did not want to hear that. That seemed like terrible news um, as far as I was concerned. But I said, and I said, oh, I'm so sorry. And she shook her head at me as if I didn't understand what she was trying to tell me. And she said, he was a gift. And then she walked out of the room. And In that moment, I had a sense that if I could understand what she meant, which I did not at the time, how could a son or a a child who has died young be considered a gift? How can a child with special needs be considered a gift? But I also had a sense that if I could understand that, I could understand something different, not only about my daughter, but also about myself. And what I saw at that time in our daughter, I saw her neediness. The neediness of every baby, of course, but also the neediness that comes with having particular needs, what we you know, sometimes call special needs, what we call disability. But over time, I started to see that she also had gifts, that she was a gift, and that she had gifts. 
And that began to give me new eyes on myself and on my other kids and on other people in the world. Um, and it really transformed the way I saw both giftedness and neediness um, and how we might offer those things mm-hmm. when we encounter one another. Mm. What about if you, the you of now, Amy mm. Julia, could have a conversation with the you of then, of that yeah. moment? Um, I think about that a lot with myself. You know, what would I tell me uh, with what I know now? Um, what about you? How would you answer that? Yeah, I think about that a lot, too, because I now have teenagers. Penny's 17, and I have a 14-year-old son and a 12-year-old daughter. So, And they are growing up in a similar culture to what I did in terms of that sense of achievement and performance and it being so easy to measure ourselves based on, um, you know, grade point averages and, you know, scores on our uh, standardized tests. And what I try to do with my kids, which I think is what I would want to say to myself when I was 14, is to really um, emphasize even just that language of gifts and needs. We also talk about, a lot about challenges and strengths in our family um, and being able to recognize the ones that aren't measurable. So trying to see in ourselves and in other people, what is it that I have to offer and what is it that I need and not seeing needs in terms of something that's um, shameful because I think all of that goes back to really what's underneath it all is a sense of our the belovedness that has been given to us intrinsically uh, by God, but also, you know, in these networks of relationships we have, we love each other, hopefully not because of um, how we appear or perform, but because of who we are, uh, because we've been given to one another. So that's what I would want myself to understand is that belovedness, but I don't know that words would do it. I think it would have a lot to do with um, really experiences and opportunities coming alongside, um, in the case of my kids, not simply showing up for their events and praising them when they do well in these measurable ways, but really um, commending them when I see that they've worked hard or simply being with them and saying, yeah, let me tell you about a time when I didn't get it all right. (laughs) And, you know, just trying to be honest about um, the failures and the possibilities in such a way that it can really get at the core of who we are as humans, that we are beloved and that we don't have to um, perform and achieve in order to be beloved. Mm, that's so valuable. Amy Julia Becker's with us. She's been a guest of ours over the many, many years. Uh, she's the author of several books. Her latest is called To Be Made Well, An Invitation to Wholeness, Healing, and Hope. Amy Julia also hosts the Love is Stronger Than Fear podcast. Amy, um, I think about you often because I I read you and listen to you occasionally. And uh, you talked about Penny a couple of weeks ago where Mm. Penny went and got a pair of glasses. I I was being fitted for glasses, Mm -hmm. and she kind of popped into my head. Because when you get a pair of glasses, there are lots of choices that to be made. Tell us that story about um, Penny and her choices in your conversation. You know, it was a great conversation because we were using um, Warby Parker. So we're, you know, selecting glasses online. They come to the house. You try them all on. You take pictures and, you know, decide what to do with them. And um, I had a pair of glasses that I thought looked really good on her face. (laughs) She said, (laughs) you know, Mom, it doesn't only matter what you think. 
it also matters what I think. <laughs> and it was such a great moment because she actually was still acknowledging that what I think does matter. It just isn't the only thing that matters. <laughs> and what, she, what she matters to her is also really important. And it was a beautiful moment in and of itself. But we've talked about it a lot since then because one of the things we want for her is an ability to advocate for herself. Yeah. Um, and to also know when she needs help with that, when she needs someone else to be a part of a decision. Um, as it happened, the glasses she ended up liking didn't fit on her face because she has a really small bridge of her nose. And so we went into Warby Parker three different times in person, and we finally found the right glasses, which felt really like a triumph. But um, it has been, even in these last couple of weeks, just something that we've come back to again and again, that what she thinks really does matter. And part of my job as her mom is to um, emphasize how much she matters and how much her opinion matters and how much her sense of herself matters to me and to other people. And mm. then, again, to learn that about myself as well. <laughs> she mm. teaches me a lot about myself. That's good. Yeah. Well, always good to talk to you, Amy Julia. Thanks for sharing some of your thoughts with us. It's always great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank That's you. Amy Julia Becker. Check out her latest book, To Be Made Well, An Invitation to Wholeness, Healing, and Hope. We love her. I mean, she's all over social media, easy to find. And she talks about children and being a parent and especially a child with a disability so beautifully. Amy Julia Becker. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline... You could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune Legal Helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter. The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot, what day was it? See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Uh, da, da, da. Yes, we do have availability. Those dates for how many guests? Andrea's Boutique Hotel is the destination to tie the knot. Oh, you want the whole property. She needs an assistant to catch the bookings bouquets. 249 guests, huh? Oh, and three dogs. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. 
Every day is a great day to play around at All About Golf in Butler. The new Ping lineup is here. Stop by the Pro Shop and check out the all-new line of Ping putters and get newly reduced deals on Ping G425s for a limited time while supplies last. All About Golf Bays equipped with top tracer technology are open year-round. 8 to 8 daily, rain or shine. Plus lessons for every age and skill level to help you master your game. All About Golf in Butler. Practice, learn, play. Visit allaboutgolfpa.com. Has your home fallen victim to Mother Nature? Get a free storm damage analysis from Bachman's Roofing. You may never notice the damage from storms, so let the experienced team at Bachman's Roofing provide a free analysis to check for damages from the recent storms. Bachman's is now offering 0% financing and no payments for six months. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com to set up your free storm damage analysis by May 1st. That's 412-744-8390. So April's National Poetry Month, and we've done a lousy job of uh, reading any poems whatsoever. So last night I thought to myself, we got to get on it. Okay. National Poetry Month. National Poetry Month. So we've observed this over the last probably decade or so. Mm-hmm. Started at the time uh, when I confessed on the air that I hated poetry and hated everything about it. Right. And John was so appalled that he decided to book guests... <laughs> Poets <laughs> to convince me that I was wrong until yeah. I, I until I gave in, and it's worked. Which I Hasn't did. It's totally person. worked. I think it really sort of aided by uh, the love of the word uh, by your daughter. Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. My yeah. oldest daughter loves poetry. Mm-hmm. That you're. That's a very good point. So last night, um, I was thinking about which poem I should use today, and this morning I got news that a friend of mine from church passed away suddenly, mm-hmm. and this poem came to mind. This is by Gerard Manley Hopkins, and he wrote uh, in the middle of the 19th century, but he wrote a um, a sonnet when someone from his church died, and um the person he wrote about was called Felix Randall. That was his name. And he was a farrier. So he made shoes for horses. Hmm. And um, the sonnet is not long, but it is, it's written a long time ago. So the language might be difficult for you to hear. Plus I might be not all that hot at reading it, but um, as, as the poem goes on, as the sonnet goes on, you can see that it talks about who he was. It talks about how sick, what happened to him when he got sick, um, what happened to the writer of the sonnet when he saw his friend get sick. Mm. And then at the very end, what kinds of shoes for horses Felix Randall would be making now. Interesting. Any idea what year? Well, he wrote between, I think he was born in 18, around 1850. Okay. And he didn't live a long life, Gerard Manley Hopkins. So, so he died before 1900. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, so thank this you poem is called Felix Randall. Felix Randall, the farrier. Oh, is he dead then? My duty all ended? Who have watched this mold of man, big-boned and hardy, handsome, pining, pining, till time when reason rambled in it and some fatal four disorders, flesh there, all contended? Sickness broke him. Impatient, he cursed it at first, but mended, being anointed and all, though a heavenlier heart began some months earlier, since I had our sweet reprieve and ransom tendered to him. Ah, well, God rest him, all road he ever offended. This seeing the sick endears them to us. Us, too, it endears. My tongue had taught thee comfort. My touch had quenched thy tears. 
Thy tears had touched my heart, child Felix. Poor, poor Felix Randall. How far from then forethought of all thy more boisterous years, when thou at thy random grim forge powerful amidst peers didst fettle for the great gray dray horse his bright and battering sandal. That's Felix Randall by Gerard Manley Hopkins, thinking about a man from his church who made horses for shoes who passed away. Is he dead then? Is he dead then? At first it doesn't matter to him. Oh, is he dead then? And then... And then as he thinks on it, he thinks, well, wait a minute. I remember seeing him get sick. I remember the kind of shoes he made. Wow, watching him be sick changed me. And then by the end, imagine what kind of shoes he's making for horses now. One hundred one point five WORDFM Pittsburgh, on your smart speaker by saying "Play the Word Pittsburgh," and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Choice in your healthcare. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. Supreme Court will announce further action this week on the future of an abortion drug. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. In a temporary move last week, Justice Samuel Alito ordered that the lower court rulings on the abortion pill Mifepristone be put on hold until Wednesday. Pro-life groups who originally brought their lawsuit in Texas have until Tuesday afternoon to respond to the Justice Department's emergency request that there be no restrictions on the pill during litigation. The high court then is expected to announce what it decides by midweek. Greg Clugston, Washington. A Russian court convicting a top opposition figure of treason for publicly denouncing Moscow's war in Ukraine and sentenced him to 25 years in prison. Vladimir Karamurza rejecting the charges against him. He's calling it punishment for standing up to Russian President Vladimir Putin. This is SRN News. You've spent your entire working life paying into it, so don't you want to get the most out of Social Security, squeezing it for all it's worth? Hi, this is Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group. Our team can help show you ways to do that with our free Social Security report. It's a great first step to learn how your benefits can play a role in your overall retirement income plan, especially because the Social Security Administration can't give you advice. It's different for everyone, and there are a lot of factors that go into knowing exactly how to maximize your benefits, but based on the decision you make, you could end up with tens of thousands of extra dollars in retirement simply by being being informed. Get this free Social Security report from Accurate Solutions Group by texting the word SECURITY to 412-515-3555. That's SECURITY to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I should be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898. 
and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Every summer, Pine Valley Camp changes lives, not just for the more than 100 underserved kids who attend each week, but for the many high school and college-age volunteers and staff who work with them as lifeguards, cooks, camp counselors, and more. If you're 16 to 25, apply now and come help make an impact and change lives in a fun, safe, Christian family environment. Apply today at pinevalleycamp.org. Pine Valley Camp, rebuilding broken lives through Jesus Christ. In Beaver County, camp opens mid-June. Guys, if you're frustrated with online dating, give Pittsburgh Singles a try. If you're between 38 and 43, single, Christian, educated, and family-oriented, Pittsburgh Singles has two particular VIP women you might want to meet. These beautiful, educated, local Christian women are looking for the same thing you are, the possibility of forever love with someone who shares their faith and values. Could that be you? Take three easy steps to find out with Pittsburgh's premier matchmaking service at pittsburgh-singles.com. Breezy this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy with a rain or snow shower in spots, the low 36. Cloudy, windy, and cold tomorrow with a shower around, maybe a snow shower early in the day. A jacket may come in handy. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 48. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 33. Partly sunny skies Wednesday with a high of 62. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. The, uh, the blessings of the bike. The, I'm sorry, the blessing of the bikes. Which is different, then. Yes, it is, the blessings. Uh, happened this weekend in Murraysville, Murraysville Alliance Church. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the guys from uh, the different bike clubs, Christian bike clubs, have joined us over the years. And uh, this happens every springtime. They do the blessings of the bikes, and um, it's a gigantic event. However, uh, this past Sunday, yesterday, there was an accident, and four people were injured. Looks like one person was injured badly and uh, taken away by a medical helicopter. Two others were were taken away by just a regular ambulance. Uh, Crash was reported about 1 o'clock out in Sardis Road. You you know the church um, in Murraysville, Murraysville Alliance? Mm -hmm. Yep. Big church, isn't it? Yep. Fabulous church. Hundreds of motorcyclists with riders from all over the area flooded the church's parking lot, eager to hit the roads under sunny skies. Beautiful day yesterday. Riders were invited to the 11 o'clock church service before the public blessing afterward that included prayer, bagpipes, and the national anthem. Uh, I'm reading from today's trib. There are more than 373 registered motorcycles and nearly 800,000 licensed motorcyclists. Oh in 2022, according to PennDOT. And now there's an average of 3,172 motorcycle crashes in the state yearly. 3,100 crashes yearly. An unrelated That's... crash um, on Saturday also injured people. You see it often. Mm-hmm. It, it's so much fun. You ever been on a bike? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, but I regret it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't regret it, but it, it's, it's just super dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's super dangerous. 
I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a bicyclist, talking about distracted drivers mm-hmm. and how how dangerous it is how dangerous it is to ride a bicycle on city streets, and a motorcycle. I mean, you compound that because it's speed and speed. Everyone's distracted. Yeah. You see, I, I was driving next to a guy the other day. He Just had his looking phone at his phone the entire time. The entire time I'm driving with him, you know, we were going down a two lane road. I'm like, I want Honest to say something. To you don't want to say yeah, anything. Yeah, no, he... no, right? I mean, people just. So God bless the motorcyclists. They need to be blessed. And uh, if you're a driver out there, give them extra, extra, extra space always, right? Always. Also, in local news, John, while we're talking about stuff around the Pittsburgh area, a man was arraigned today after police say he attacked a priest outside a Southside monastery. Um, it was a suspended Pittsburgh-based criminal defense attorney who was the perpetrator. Did you know that? No, what? 40s, yes. Yeah, suspended criminal defense lawyer, uh, age 46 of Scott, uh, charged with aggravated assault and simple assault. This incident happened on Saturday. Uh... Mental health problems. Pittsburgh police say they responded to St. Paul Monastery on Monastery Avenue around 11 a.m. Know it well. For Do you? Yeah, sure. I don't know where that is. Way up on the slopes. Oh, Way it's up. on the slopes? Yeah. Got it. Around 11 a.m. for a report of a person inside the church making threats. Upon arrival, the police saw uh, a man exiting the church with an elderly man later identified as the Reverend Joseph Sedley. Uh, then they saw this man throw Sedley to the concrete ground and started to punch him. Uh, the police officer pulled out a taser, ordered the perpetrator to get on the ground, and then he was placed in handcuffs. The uh, perpetrator may have been drugged at the time of the attack. So he's like, he's a, a disbarred, is it not disbarred, but he's a lawyer who's been... Who's been, how did they say it? A suspended Pittsburgh-based criminal defense lawyer. Well, God bless the priest and that perpetrator. It sounds like a mental health. Yeah, a- yeah. It, it there, apparently there was some sort of history. Uh, I'm reading here from the trip, in case you're wondering. Um, there was some history of uh, mental illness. There's no uh, information here uh, on the state of the priest, so we're hoping for the best there. Okay. All right. So uh, let me just pick up that thread with with more local news. Uh, you know, we love ourselves a ball game, uh, but the uh, today the Pittsburgh Pirates organization expressed quote disappointment in response to park workers at PNC Park rejecting a proposed agreement yesterday. The stadium workers, part of the Pittsburgh Stadium Independent Employees Union, voted Sunday night to hit the picket lines and strike after rejecting the latest contract. Uh, we bargained in good faith, quote, with union leadership under the guidance of federal mediator for several months said uh, Pirate Senior Vice President of Communications, Brian Warrecki. Well, we've offered unprecedented wage increases and other economic benefits. Uh, the latest pro- proposal provided Monday $19 an hour per hourly wage for ticket sellers okay. and $18.65 per hour for greeters. Okay. Ushers would make a base pay of $12.40 per hour in 2023 and would be allowed to, to accept tips. We're told twice by union leadership that they would take the proposed agreement back to its membership with their full support. Now the Bucks don't play back at PNC Park until next until week, I think. Thursday. Oh, this Thursday. Against okay. the Reds. So hopefully something will be uh, ironed up by then. Mm-hmm. Wonder where the uh, payment of park workers 
I wonder where the pirates are in that list. <laughs> the Pantheon. Because we often talk about the list of where they are and how much they pay their players. That would be a good question. Uh, they're close to the bottom. But I wonder if you can compare ballpark right. to ballpark. Okay, so ticket to – I mean, that would be a nice job. You're not working a whole lot of hours, right? I think that would be a great job. Well, I would like to be an usher in my retirement. Would you? Oh, heck yeah. Lex, we could go to a game and, like, John will show us where our seats Come are. Come on. Sit in here. I'd love that. That'd be, that'd I mean, be just, really you know, you're, you're watching the game. You're talking to fans. Yeah. Having a, I just think it'd be a lot of fun. Do you, you were at, at uh, opening day this year. Do you have any sense in, like, was the crowd like a good crowd as far as were people shouting yes. absurd things no, or no. drinking too much? Or, crowd. No. Okay. So really well-behaved crowd. Really good. I mean, there's always, you know, a coconut or two, but, you know. Listen, if you're going to get inebriated at PNC Park, you better have some deep pockets. <laughs> exactly. You know that. you're not going to get off light. No. Right? I mean, you know, there now there's, there's this new thing. It's called a walk-by. There were very few vendors, you know, popcorn vendors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, Very few of those. But a walk-by thing was just like coolers, 15 bucks for, <gasps> for a bottle of beer. A can of beer, I should say. So that's going to catch you down. 101.5 WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. You've got your Bible. You have, you have hope. Even if you can't even get to church, open your Bible, listen to God's Word, and let God's Word comfort you. His living presence is with you wherever you go. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Cram. PowerPoint, tonight at 930 on 101.5 WORD. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401k, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. Has your home fallen victim to Mother Nature? Get a free storm damage analysis from Bachman's Roofing. You may never notice the damage from storms, so let the experienced team
team at Bachman's Roofing provide a free analysis to check for damages from the recent storms. Bachman's is now offering 0% financing and no payments for six months. Call 412-744-8390 or visit bachmansroofing.com to set up your free storm damage analysis by May 1st. That's 412-744-8390. Greg and Rebecca Sparks are with us. For many, many decades, the Sparks have been one of the driving forces in Christian music here locally, regionally, across the country. And uh, they pop in. We just say, guys, come on in. Generally, we sort of walk a tightrope because we don't have, you know, here's the topic, right? And then we just opine about whatever's, you know, on our minds, right? Right. And you guys are getting for that. I was opining when I walked in the room here. Yes, you were. I didn't realize that you were on the air. (laughs) We don't have bottles of water. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I can right. buy a bottle of water in the whole place. No. They're for guests only. And then there's then never when any water. guests are here, we don't have them. No, right, right. Mm. We don't have a Dixie cup. Anyway, nice to see you guys. Great to see you. Yeah. See you. Okay, so for people who are listening to the show who think, I don't know who Greg and Rebecca Sparks are. When yeah. people say, who are you and what do you do? Well, where have they been? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Musicianaries. Okay. Oh, oh musicianaries. I've never heard you say that before. That's yeah. a good word. Yeah. It kind of condenses things. But now, I mean, we're going to have, like, Mr. Priest over here pretty soon. and like you know. Right. So now we've added, uh, you know, the, dis- the the official dispensation. No, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so we know that Greg has gone through seminary, yeah. graduated from seminary. But wait, the title of Mr. Priest? That's, well, <laughs> that's going to be your official toast? That, you know, Padre was fine. <laughs> we are going to have to notify you, though, that our fee... It will increase. We're going to have to double it. Yeah, it doesn't surprise. Yeah, Yeah, sure. For for radio. Yeah, instead of just free, it's free with water. I'm going to need two. Apparently, you're not getting water today. So (laughs) Sorry. Just put that in the bank. Okay, the first time that I met you guys, of course, you would not remember, but I would. Um, I was. Don't tell me you were a teenager Mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. I was 14. No, you were Yes, not. I was. At Better Memor- tell the story. <laughs> at Memorial Park Church. And uh, I remember, because we have a common friend, Salim Cabril. Yes. yes. And you came in to do a concert there. And what I remember is your, uh, Rebecca, your, uh, you had je- jeans with holes in them with long underwear on underneath them. Yeah. And they had Looney Tunes on them. Yes. Do you remember those? I do. Okay. Yeah. I very much loved those. Yeah. And your hair, Greg, Uh-oh. was out there mm-hmm. literally did he have like it was kind was of like it a mohawk he had a mohawk yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was it was large mm-hmm. yeah. and well, in charge so this was way this back was the 80s man uh-huh. they were allowed to do that uh-huh. yeah this was probably what 80 85 82 something like 83 oh. probably 85 86 okay that's when all these kids are walking around with the green in their hair and everything i'm like I'm whatever been there me. done that <laughs> done that are you trying to do something exactly. that startles me or something right <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I loved you from the first minute I met you guys. That was that was a while ago. It sure yeah. was. Yeah. It sure was. Okay, so you've been musicians ever since and making your living that way. Yeah. Yeah. And and you we were in those days we were signed with record contracts and continued in that way. Yeah. Well, I was bashing the code. Yeah. Bashing the code, but then Greg and Rebecca Sparks, then we yeah. we left bashing the code. Not right when we got married, but two years after we got married. It was um just the rigors of that life. And we did like 280 concerts a year. On the road. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we were we were really Rogue really dogs. really yeah we were off like it was really impossible to set any roots you know imagine. in anything and um so just you know I found myself like um, somebody had asked me in an interview well what are your dreams for the future and I realized that I just didn't have any because huh. everything was for the band about the band and about the ministry. And and they didn't say anything, but in my mind, it was kind of like, oh, that might not be the healthiest thing. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. So, so we really, I really started to pray and just like, oh, what are the dreams? What does the Lord want for us or have for us? And um, so. And here we, you are, decades later. But, yeah. I mean, but he, what's interesting is, you know, many people want to make a living in the arts. Yeah. And this is what you've done. You've made a living in the arts. Yeah. There's never any sort of. A goes to B to C. There's no clear path. And when I think of you, Rebecca and Greg, like everyone creatively, you've zigzagged back and forth. You've grabbed things, let go of things. And at the end, and I'm sure it hasn't been easy oftentimes, yeah. you've made a life for yourself. You've raised, a, you've had children, raised a family. Yeah. You've started churches. You've been yeah. worship leaders. Yeah. There's a big full body of work here. And now you're saying sort of like the exclamation point on all this is Greg as a pastor? Yeah, yeah, it is. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, it that, is. That is how you're going to end your days. Um, yeah, no, it is. Like, um, just being able to uh, kind of the scope just kept, kept going this way towards the body of Christ, and just realizing, you know, the music is a wonderful vehicle for sharing the gospel, but music also, as we know in congregational worship and gathering people together is so important in um, setting the tone Mm -hmm. for the word being delivered. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, we became um, members in the Anglican church uh, shortly after Greg was in seminary, just like we had really not wandered around, but we'd worked with all of the denominations and still love all the denominations. That's what's really great. Mm -hmm. But you've worked with a lot. Like you're saying, all of them. If they if they preach Jesus Christ crucified is the only way to God the Father, we're like mm-hmm. we've done concerts with them or led worship in their churches, all of the denominations, and but it just really has been um, an amazing season in the past five six years of just seeing how powerful that the ancient nature, the history that is in the church, and we see it in the creeds and in the liturgies and in those prayers. That we're, I, 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 we both became really tired of like all of the newness in yep. the church. Like, yeah. we're the first ones doing this. Hey, this is the first new thing. We're the right, new right, thing. Right, it's right. like, right. I'm going, so much, no. So much emphasis on if it was a good sermon or if it was a good worship band, then that made a good church service. Yeah. And it, it neglects the gathering together of the saints, the gathering together of the body of Christ to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole spectrum to confess sin together and right. say, we are sinners and we are only sinners saved by grace, you know. Yeah. Right. And that's what's beautiful about the liturgy that we we can follow. And, you know, um, it's just a uh, thing about coming to the thing where you, as musicians and artists, I don't need to be wowed by anybody. I, I know what it means to have a great performer in front of me, you know. Yeah. What I want is 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 the Word of God being brought to me in a way that I can really digest it and take it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is worship, worship, not a musical style, not a genre. Right. Is mm-hmm. worship coming before God? 
Yeah. So just recently, uh, right, the the the, uh, the revival in Asbury, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? So it was beautiful. And so the, what comes out of there is no one was essentially sort of like a CCM superstar or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It was just people loving the Lord and picking up a guitar or even a cappella just singing boldly. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. the because the Holy Spirit is uh, is alive and present and here. Yes. And and we see it all the time. You know, you see it in your life where the Holy Spirit has been present and, and whether our eyes are open to it. Uh, you know, my guess is that there are miracles occurring every day <laughs> perpetually. We're just too dim. We just distracted. talked about that today. Were you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes, we were. Yeah. And uh so I, you know, I think there's just this beautiful, we're in a season right now, I think that is history uh, where we're seeing a shift in the church and it's a, it's a really exciting time. I think the churches will get smaller. Um, mm. I, you know, not that I have nothing against the big churches. Right. Um, but not I, a bad thing. Not a bad thing. I agree. But the world that we minister in has always been mostly to young adults and, and to it, artists, they, you know, like people who are creative, they think outside the box, and they often are the same people that feel outside the doors of the church too. Um, and because a lot, you you show up like this kind of person, like I'm dressed in, like the skin that I'm dressed in, the person mm-hmm. that I'm dressed in, you will perpetually be square peg round hole. Right. And um, our heart has been uh, providing places and spaces for all of the square packs, you yeah, know, right. So that they could know Jesus and love Jesus and be discipled in that way. And I think that there are more and more um, opportunities that are going to come upon us in the future. And to minister to people in that scope, um, it's it's not going to be done with bigness. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be done. And you know, I love a good show. I've been a part of really good ones in my life. But it's going to happen around tables. Um, with food and with the scripture and with conversations. And so that's what the importance of where mm. Greg has been of just being able to be ordained and be able to um, be, you know, be able to serve in all of those important landmark moments in a person's life, in baptism, in the breaking of bread, in marriage, in, in, in their death and dying yeah. and all of those parts, you know, um, that the beauty there. of the local church is there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wait, wait, before you, let's go any further. We, we always love talking to you guys, but you're walking with a guitar. So, yeah. uh, would you mind uh, performing sure. something, doing something for us? Let's that's, do um, precious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Here's Greg and Rebecca Sparks. Uh, uh, if people want to find you, you've got a web presence, don't you? Yes. Uh, a little bit. It's not very good. But, well, uh, if but you you're do there. Facebook, Facebook is better. Greg and Rebecca. Yeah. Sparks on, but on our Facebook. music's all on like the whole Spotify streaming world. Okay. Yeah, you can find our music on Spotify. Excellent, Greg yeah. and Rebecca Sparks. Okay, here we are live in studio with them. And... I'm going to tilt this down. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah. That's good. Refused your cup of wrath. Have mercy on me, God. 
Have mercy on me I confess I've sinned against you In the whole of who I am Even at my best I falter At my worst I trust my plan Have mercy on me God Have mercy on me Precious Jesus I surrender All I dispossess This one thing I would seek I want to live in your presence So I can hear you when you speak Have mercy on me, God Have mercy on me Original song? Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. When was it written? Last year. Last year. Yeah. Okay. So a little post-COVID thing? During? Uh, during. During. During, yeah. 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 Did that kind of jumpstart your creativity being inside, or did it kind of frustrate you guys? Uh, it was one of the most, um, like, soul-wrenching <laughs> experiences. Claustrophobic? Well, to be a live performer. And to not have, have an audience. any live bodies. Yeah, right, right. Shut down. yeah. Zoom is Zoom. Yeah. Oh, you didn't enjoy performing on Zoom? That, yeah, was, that wasn't know, satisfying we, for you. I did. It, he loved it. <laughs> I don't yeah. like being around people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. No, it's fine. But creativity-wise, I mean, you, you just have to, you know, for Sparks House, for the nonprofit that we lead, we really had to pivot. And because um, mm. you can't just shut things down. You can't just say, right. okay, well, then we're not going to serve anybody. Right. And um, our people, you know, you can't do, you, you you can't make art together over Zoom. I mean, we did a couple of events, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook Live or things yeah, like that. But, but uh, it's not the same. Had no. to do what you had to do. We did a lot of outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Of course. Yeah. So, Greg, Rebecca, just talk about that. I mean, that's fascinating. What you just, <laughs> that's so, so beautiful. 
what you just played could be played anywhere in the world and people would recognize the holiness of Christ. Do you think? Well, I, I think you, so. I, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. People sense the Holy Spirit even when they don't know what it is that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah. They, they can't put words to it, but you cannot be. You can hide from that. No, no, because it's, it is what brought them into being. So speak to that for just a second about the creativity. I mean, there you are together. You've been married for a long time, but you're creative partners doing, holding to each other together. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, it's hard to imagine. You know, we're getting to the age where we... we it's getting we, harder. No, no, no. No, it's like, reasonably speaking, you know, I'm 62. Greg is 64. And we're in those years, yeah, yeah. you're looking towards, we're, you know, this isn't the springtime of our life. But still, it's oh, undeniable yeah. what you're creating. Oh, yeah. No, that, that I pray, will happen yeah. until the day that the muscle. Lord calls us home. Um, but even in that, everything has always been us. And that's the like going, what are the chances? Mm-hmm. You know, like that creating without the other half right. for us is even possible. Yeah, I don't even know. Right. I don't know. I, you know, how that works. Um, because we have always, even when I'm writing a song independently, which is like I'll write on the piano and, and there are mm-hmm. songs that I, you know, I didn't know with this one. I, I don't even remember. Did I write that on piano? I think you wrote it on piano. And then I said, here, let me make this a little better for you. <laughs> There's the creative juices. Wait, we, we're way behind on a break. Lexi's going to have a heart attack. All right, okay. okay, let's so, go to break. We'll take a, a quick break. Yeah, Greg and Rebecca Sparks are with us. As they say, you can find the music all on Spotify. Or, but we're going to continue on our conversation with Greg and Rebecca just in a few minutes. This is Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's the ride home on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. God calls us to a deep gladness because we, as believers... We all have a deep hunger. Grove City College knows about that calling, right? They assume, we all do, that that caller is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so Grove City is committed to helping people, young students, pursue the vision for our lives and believes believe that you will be changed as you find your sense of purpose, your sense of calling in this world. And I think that's what we all want out of college, right? We want those four years that are filled with so much uncertainty to be ones that end up giving us the clarity we want. To give us a place. Yeah. And to give us the foundation of education and the foundation of relationships that we really want. Um, Grove City is a special place. And not every school appeals to every kid or every parent. But this is the time. We're already in March. This is the time when applications are going out. This is the time when you need to make your college visits, your college, you know, your phone calls, all those sorts of things. So if you're a parent of a high school senior or even a high school junior and sophomore who is interested in, like, getting on the ball, this is the time to do it. So do yourself a favor and go up to Grove City and talk to somebody, get a tour from a student and find out if that indeed is the right place for you and your family. We're all called to something. Don't you owe it to yourself to investigate the excellence of Grove City College? Look online first, gcc.edu. 
That's Grove City College. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Battling for years and years stuck in the endless cycle of minimum payments could take decades. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Total Financial now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Terry Wardrenis here from the Gateway Clipper. The best way to see Pittsburgh is aboard a Three Rivers sightseeing cruise. Join us and experience our city and learn something about it, too. Sales weekends in April and May. Visit gatewayclipper.com for tickets. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Breezy this evening, otherwise mostly cloudy with a rain or snow shower in spots, the low 36. Cloudy, windy, and cold tomorrow with a shower around, maybe a snow shower early in the day. A jacket may come in handy. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 48. Mainly clear skies tomorrow night with a low of 33. Partly sunny skies Wednesday with a high of 62. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Greg and Rebecca Sparks are with us. We're talking about a life spent in ministry. A couple, in the arts. Yes. A married couple who have been, Cass said, she was a kid, 14, 15 years old when she first encountered the Sparks. And, and here we are in studio. Uh, Cass, not 14. Mm-mm, no. no. I like how you said encountered. It's like I ran into him in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> I encountered the spark. Well, I mean, that raises an, an interesting question, Greg and Rebecca. I'm sure if you go back and go, remember that venue we played or that, I mean, oh, yeah. you've been all over the map, haven't you? A lot of different places you've been yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. Well, There's... we were all of the states. All of the states. You've been in 50 states. Probably, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think if we've been in all of the Northwest states performing. We've driven through, you know. I played in all of them because I, I fanned off from the bands oh did you bashing the code and found free and i toured for a couple of years as a back backup singer oh okay and i didn't like, know that yeah uh, do, do you remember the name? reba rambo sure yeah yeah i was uh, yeah right? i recorded a couple of like okay. projects with her and okay. donnie mcguire and um donnie great, mcguire mm-hmm. oh my gosh great fun days but one of the funniest like but they played everywhere you know because they were like real tours and like mm-hmm. you know uh so i i do remember like hitting all of those states remember the cow palace were you at this? Dallas. No, no. This was this was in the uh, the Northwest. Yeah, the, the Cow, Cow Palace. The Cow Palace. Yeah. So that was like in the glam days of you know Reba, and um, wear like high heels, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of bling. Mm-hmm. Like the eyelashes Urban had to be manicure. Sure. Everything was done. Yeah. Sure. And um, 
and it was um, like limousines, you know, really? brought you to the venues. Yeah. It might have a lot to do with why I turned into the person I did. Because, you know, I <laughs> like been, went the other direction. It's yeah. been the pendulum swing ever since. Exactly. You're anti-limousine. But right. yeah, yeah, I am. But um, she had to, like, when it, when you saw Cow Palace, you were like, la- you know, we're laughing. Like, going, isn't that funny? That's a funny, like, name for a venue. It's right. gigantic, though, isn't it? Turned out it actually was a cow. Like, yeah, cows were like, so the 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 like floor yeah i mean it 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 fit thousands of people but there was dirt and more mm-hmm. on really? yeah on like they had to do planks like to get dirt yeah. and more Do- yeah. dirt and more like the rodeo in a way right yeah yeah, like yeah yeah but they just turned it into like you know when you're in south dakota i mean you don't have like a lot mm-hmm. of different places to right. choose from so. right it's not yeah. pvg place right? it was it was amazing <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. yeah do you look back and think wow i can't believe we've been able to support ourselves doing this it's a miracle yeah. there's just no there's no way around it and that's where you know the scriptures just just say you know you commit your way to the lord and don't trust in your own great ideas mm. just like Trusting God, look to Him, and and just rest in in the Lord. Rest in the great ideas of Yahweh God, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> and um, and it is a terrifying way to live. You know, I I always you know when right. I, like you know Jesus ruined my life. You know, <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's no respecter of persons. <laughs> he just, no. you know, all of the, uh, all the ideas that you think, oh, this is what we, you know, that's, you know, it was not the plan of God. Mm-hmm. No. And, um, like we know our songs, like I list, I pulled out one of our, um, CDs to, cause I had the grandkids, you know, in, in the Jeep and, and I was like, it was a beautiful summer day, you know, not today, but you know, mm-hmm. yesterday last week, yeah. and yeah, last week. And so I popped in one of our, uh, the, the love CD. And um, it's and it's a great like put the windows down and like just crank it up and I'm listening to it going, this is a great album. Yeah, it's a great. That album. must be a really go good buy it yeah. right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> like 500 people own it. Right. But right. but that you know after a while you have to start asking the question. Do, do you create so that you are known and mm. popular? Or do you create because that's what's inside you yes. to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and if, if it's just a couple of people who yep. like they hear a song and they go, wow, that really redirected me or that really yep. touched me today or that you have to be able to hands up to heaven that and just let it go and, and let God be the one that directs it. And that's just been the story of our life, though. Mm-hmm. And God keeps providing. God keeps providing. Yeah. But at I the same time, yeah. what you said, it's terrifying as well. Why are you going through the process? Yeah, because you have been the easy. other side of your brain that is like, you got family, you got a kid, you got a mortgage, right. you got all these right. things. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, retirement, that's it. <laughs> I don't even know how that works out. Uh, we're on the well, radio. I'm going to be but, with you, know? you at PNC Park. Are <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ushering, yeah. Ushering. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let me be an usher. I'm going to get a job there at some point. Fine, I'll be right with you. Fabulous. Guys, you, you want to get another song for us? Yeah, sure. Fabulous, yeah. that's good. Greg and Rebecca Sparks are with us here. Um, yeah, just you go. Okay. This is um, a love song that we wrote um, uh, that uh, that still, you know, I stand behind every word. Fabulous. Yeah. You have to do it a little faster, though. 
Beautiful, really, really fabulous. Love you guys. Thanks for coming. Love you. Yeah, good. Hey, listen, people, uh, Sparks House, right? You guys meet, uh, you worship together every Sunday, right? No, no, but we will be worshiping together in May. Like, we'll give you a date. Yeah. 
We, we, we quarterly worship. worship times together right now. Quarterly, yeah, yeah. okay, very Bible good. Bible studies every Thursday. in the Thursday. fall to make that a regular Sunday evening thing. Yeah, John good. might show up at your place. For Sunday, you. this Sunday. Just show. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, we'll be watching a movie, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and Rebecca Sparks, check them out. <laughs> 101.5 WORD. This week on Truth for Life, we'll take a close look at the dramatic encounter between David and Goliath. It's a familiar but often misunderstood story. Find out where David got the courage to do what an entire army feared doing. That's on Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other regressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800 800- 792 On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach you won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman, exclusively in movie theaters, April 28th, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-235-5588. That's 800-235-5588. 800-235-5588. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Greg Rebecca Sparks. I mean, I love having musicians in studio. Don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a whirlwind. It's so there's nothing about seeing creativity right in front of you. Yep, um, so true. Artists in the church have their own little pocket, and it for people who aren't in it, it's hard to understand. 
Yeah. You know, and for people who are in it, they often feel misunderstood by other people in the church. Really? Uh-huh. Wait, no, go ahead. Because I see you, and then I've shown up at your church, and I see you in a whole other light. And you're with, like, fabulous musicians. Right. And leading this, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. I I, I have no understanding of the language. It's like a different language. language, right? Right. It's like a different language. Yeah. But I, I think that people who um, are creative, it ta- you know, Greg kind of... Um, Touched on this a little bit when he was talking, or no, it was off the air. It wasn't on the air. He was talking about being in studio and how he had a producer who, the instant he would stop playing, would stop recording, the producer would be on the talkback, kind of telling him what he could improve. Right, right, right. And he said he realized that his art, his artistry, was not going to happen with always having in his head the fact that in in another minute somebody's going to criticize what I just did. Do you know what I mean? So it kind of like tamps it down. Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking as he was talking that I think that's some of the thing that uh, creatives in the church feel is that they want to be loyal to their art and to produce what they want to produce. But there's always this little bit of fear that people in the church are going to think maybe it's not holy enough or maybe it's not Christian enough. You know what I mean? Oh, so maybe there's a delineation it, yeah, between... Like, like the sacred and secular. And, you know, the creative person, whether it's visual art or I'm talking in particular about music, is looking to be as open as possible, you know, and to write what comes to mind and right. to embrace what there is in the world musically that's going to help them along sure. their own path. So there's a the tension between the traditionalists who say hymns only... And a more, quote, seeker-friendly church. Or, you know what, sometimes I wouldn't even say the divide is between hymns only and other music. I think the divide is people coming into the church feeling a strong opinion about either way and not wanting to accept something different. So if there's a church musician who is absolutely passionate about old music, Mm -hmm. about classical music, about classic hymns, and they're coming into a megachurch, and the megachurch is like, look, we only want Hillsongs, or we only it. want right, Elevation, right. or whatever. That person is going to feel like, well, that's too bad, because my heart is for music that was written hundreds of years ago. Right. And then the church might say, well, then this isn't the church for you. You know what? It's, that It can happen in all sorts of ways, or people don't like the instrument you play or i'm not trying to like play poor man i mean i work at the most wonderfully encouraging church that you could ever find um but it's a good conversation but it is a good conversation i think it's important for people outside of art to just get a little window into what it's like inside of art because music draws you in or not everybody right yeah everyone has a a taste that they go this speaks to me Mm -hmm. and especially in worship I want to be drawn into a deeper conversation with the Holy Spirit. So what kind of music does that for you? And I yeah. and you wouldn't be out of touch if you said I need to, you know, go to X church because they speak to me in a different yeah. way. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's shallow, yeah. do you? I don't think it's shallow, but I don't think it's I don't think style should be the number one reason you choose a church or you should just skip around until you find it.
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 Plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B, looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65+. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other regressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. This is a wild story. A Spanish woman emerged from a cave Friday following a solo challenge that lasted more than 500 days. Beatrice Flamini left the surface to live 230 feet underground in November of 2021 as part of a project that also gave scientists and psychologists the chance to investigate the impact of living alone underground for a long time, including the effect on the circadian rhythm. With no human contact or internet access during this time, Flamini remained completely unaware of major news events, including the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the death of Britain's Queen Elizabeth. She says, I don't know what happened in the world, the climbers and mountaineers told reporters after returning to the surface in Grenada. Spanish media reported that Fellini's feet set a new world record for the amount of time spent underground 
Um, she was briefly forced to halt the challenge for eight days after about 300 days due to a technical issue, but stayed alone in a tent without human contact during that time. She's 48 when she entered the cave. She's now 50. She spent her days reading, writing, drawing, and knitting and documenting her progress with two GoPro cameras. She explained that she stopped trying to count how long the days were in the cave after a certain amount of time. She said she spent most of her days in silence, speaking only when recording videos, and she explained experienced auditory hallucinations. It's not that time passes more quickly or slowly, she says. It's that time doesn't pass because it's always four in the morning. Thinking that she had only spent between 160 and 170 days, she was surprised when the team came to find her. She said, I thought they came down to tell me that I had to leave because something happened on the outside. She said, despite the challenges, she would do this again. She's, I would never uh, want to uh, go back to the regular way I lived. This taught me some deeper lessons about my life. Oh, wait, she thought she was down there for 170 days and yep. she was down there for five. 500 days alone in the dark in a cave. That sounds like my work. That sounds awful. She loved it. She didn't speak to anybody. She knit. She wrote. Isn't that wild? You guys. 500 days, 230 feet under the ground. Stop it. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.